G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The 1170 SEN text line 0457 736 736. Text anytime and have your say. Welcome to Tradies News in a Nutshell on SEN. Have your say. Call one three hundred O one eleven. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell for the start of a brand new week. I hope you all had a great weekend. It is Monday, the 25th of July, 2022, broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 in Queensland AM, and, of course, Gold Coast 1620 AM. Nice to be with you, Daniel Pedgrew, in the chair. And a lot to talk about. And right from the top, want your calls, one three hundred O one eleven seventy. Or you can text 0457 736 736. We're going to get into last night's match in just a second. Cowboys 27 over the West Tigers 26 in what I think is one of the more controversial decisions I've ever seen in a game of NRL. We will get stuck into that in just a second. The NRL has released a statement overnight. Um, we'll talk about all that in two seconds' time. But I want your thoughts on it, especially Tigers fans. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. We will also look at the rest of what was a fairly entertaining round of uh, round 19 of the NRL. Some interesting results, a bit of movement on the NRL ladder as well. We'll talk about that. Plus a lot of other news going on around the world of sport as well, which we'll get to over the course of the next hour before Vossi and Brandy through breakfast through SEN 1170 AM and Patton Heels through uh, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane and SEN Gold Coast 620 AM. So let's get on with the show. It's almost two past five. The Hot Topic, thanks to Reem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ring. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ring. All right. Yesterday afternoon, as I'm sure most people listening to this show now were, I was either watching or listening to it on SEN, the Cowboys-Tigers game. Now, when the Tigers scored with literally about a minute, a minute and a half left on the clock, it looked like the game was over. In fact, it was, for all intents and purposes, over. By the time the kick had been taken, there was one second left on the clock. And as we know, then the Cowboys kicked off and the rest is history. Now, we'll listen to the highlights of it in just a second, but let me update you where we are now in terms of this. Um, firstly, probably from the top, the West Tigers are exploring if they have legal grounds to dispute this disgraceful decision from video referee Ashley Klein that cost them a shock victory yesterday. Now, we know the Tigers had scored twice, um, and then we had the kickoff after that. Understandably, Tigers chairman Lee Hatchipantelis was furious. I've spoken to Andrew Abdo and Peter Volandes and have informed them that we are reserving our position that we will be considering all options available to us. I voiced my objection and concerns with respect to what happened in the strongest possible of terms. We owe it to our fans and members, but more importantly, we owe it to our boys who put in an incredible effort today and we were denied their just rewards. The NRL acknowledged our position. Tigers CEO Justin Pascoe added, it shouldn't have happened. I'm confident that I speak for every Tigers fan and member. The fact that there was no decision to be challenged 
and then the decision itself, it is beyond comprehension. Now, on that, so at full time when the decision was made, I was watching uh, it through Fox League and Greg Alexander, who you'll hear after 6am for listeners in Sydney and on the SEN app, was making a very, very good point that the referee had not ruled a penalty. He had not ruled a stoppage in play. It was just full time. So Dane Laurie uh, caught the ball for the West Tigers and it was really full time. And then the Cowboys challenged the decision. Now, Randy made a very good point in commentary that what was there to challenge? Because there was no challenge there. The, the, the stoppage hadn't been there. It should have just been full time. There was no penalty blow, nothing like that. However, the NRL last night said the captain's challenge was permissible in these circumstances. The captain can challenge decisions by the referee to stop the play, the spokesman said. Although the referee had blown his whistle to stop the game after the last tackle was completed, as time had expired, he had not yet called full time. The whole concept of the captain's challenge is to make sure any decision by the referee that stops the game can be reviewed. To not do so would effectively deny a team the right to have an officiating error corrected on the last play of a game just because time had expired. There are multiple examples of games continuing after time has expired following an infringement. These include instances of foul play or other penalisable rule breaches. The obstruction decision itself will be reviewed as a matter of course on Monday. So basically what they're saying there is that apparently you now can challenge. Maybe you always can. But if that is the case, then I say fair enough to that. But they need to make that public because that was not known to anyone, anyone. And if that happens, that's what basically the NRL spokesman is saying there, and I understand exactly what they're saying. But if that happens um, 10 or 20 seconds later, uh, or 20, 10 or 20 seconds earlier, sorry, it's not a challenge. You can't challenge it. So it's a very, very, very odd call. Very odd call. Back page of the Daily Telegraph today. Uh, joke, farce and robbed is the back page of the Daily Telegraph. Tigers fans, how are you feeling? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It is, quite frankly, a disgraceful call. Now, now let's move on from the capture challenge. Let's say that's okay. Then we have the actual decision itself, the where where they ruled that they take here taken a uh, uh, Carl felt out. Now, if you looked at that on the replay, there's no way he he deliberately took him out. So Dane Laurie catches the ball as we all know, and then we see a replay. We saw the Cowboys players straight away complaining about something, and then they went up to the captain's challenge, and then we saw two or three replays, and on the first replay. Didn't take two or three. On the first replay, you could see, firstly, Kyle felt, I, in my opinion, had probably just ran into him. But his eyes were for the ball anyway. So that, that, that decision from Ashley Klein in the box, forgetting the fact that it probably shouldn't have been, although apparently within the rules it's allowed, um, shouldn't have been a captain's challenge, the decision was a disgrace. It was an awful, awful decision. And you just have to feel so sorry for the West Tigers, who I thought put up one of their best performances of the year last night. Um, and, and look, the Cowboys did well to 
get back from, I think it was 18-6 down to back and to win it, but they should have never been in the position to win it. Your thoughts, 0457 736 736 or one 1170 Already a couple of texts coming in. Let's get to them. Uh, this from Carmelo. <laughs> if I call in, I will get banned for radio for life. Uh, well, feel free to call in, Carmelo. I, I could always uh, turn you off if need be. But that's the anger, I'm sure, of Tigers fans. You go on social media um, over any time over the past 11 or 12 hours, and you see not just Tigers fans, Basically, every NRL fan up in arms about this. This one from Tiger Davo saying, Morning, Dan. As a, ti- as a Tigers fan, I'm disgusted. Uh, happened, it could only happen to a bottom-of-the-table team. Uh, he says you would never see a top-of-the-table team get penalised like that. Uh, the game is dead to me now. I'm so shattered as a Tigers fan and so proud of us, but the game of rugby league died yesterday to me. Now, I'm hoping that you'll come back and watch again next week. Tiger Davo. And, and look, I have to say, and I just said it then, I think the Tigers, they played tremendous rugby league, brilliant rugby league yesterday. Um, and if they can play like that every week, they will uh, upset some teams on the way home. If they ha- can have that commitment every week, I thought Hastings looked good in the middle of the field. I thought Brooks actually played one of his better games for quite some time. Um, and Dewey played decent as well. They all played very, very well. Um, and they deserve to win. The Cowboys... They remain second on the ladder, um, and even if they had lost yesterday, I still don't think it would have been panic stations for them. The Tigers turned up for James Tarmel's 300th match, and that's what they got. Another one here saying they make it up as they go. Well, yeah, as I said, the NRL spokesman, if you're just joining in today, said that we can, you can do it. It's always been allowed to challenge it. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. More of your reaction over the course of the next forty five or fifty minutes, and no doubt both the breakfast shows in Sydney and in Queensland, New South Wales and Queensland. This will be their main story today because it and if it can be done, as I said, well, let it be done. But explain that that this can happen. Um, it will be very interesting today to see what Graham Annesley says. Now, he will explain, I'm sure, as this NRL spokesperson has done, he will explain this, um, and he will say exactly probably what this person has said, but what about the decision? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Some people calling it the harshest and the worst decision in rugby league they have ever seen. 0457 or 1300-01-1170. Now, the press conference last night, James Tarmow and Ben Gardner. So Ben Gardner uh, was standing in for Brett Kamali, who is the interim coach as well, and he's uh, out with COVID at the moment. Tim Sheen's also uh, out with COVID, so they couldn't travel to Townsville. So it was left up to Ben Gardner and James Tarmow to face the media Let's just have a bit of a listen to what they had to say after the match last night. Well, ben, do you want to run us through the, that final five or ten minutes and your perspective from, from that, first of all? Yeah, as I said to the boys, it was a moment of elation and a moment of deflation. That um, It was a really interesting time in the game, uh, obviously being so close, um, that one decision at the end of the game would decide the game. Uh, I felt that... Uh, I wasn't quite sure on why the decision was made. Um, my understanding is, is that um, 
when there's when a bunker when the bunker comes into play or when there's a challenge made, it has to be when there's an indiscretion in the play or there's a breakdown of the play. My understanding is we caught the ball, um, the game was over, and that's where it should have ended. But you know, at the end of the day, that's the decision that was made. And um, you know, in my opinion, we had a great effort today. We played really well. Uh, we got up for our captain who played his 300th game, and I really felt that we asked the boys to do that today, and they rose to the occasion for us. Um, you know, we challenged one of the top sides, and probably for us, that's the the big question. You know, like why why don't we rise to that occasion more often? Um, you know, we've got a big occasion for Jimmy here playing 300 games, and you know we, we couldn't have played better really. Uh, you know, we had we had moments during the game that weren't great, but we really jumped on board and you know got around our captain today, and that's what we asked the boys to do, which was awesome. Jane, I've been really proud of how the players lifted for you in your 300, albeit with that. Uh, with what happened at the end. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I uh, the, the boys had their heads down, and I, uh, you know, as frustrating as it was, I uh, would love to get the win, but they uh, they had their head down, and I said, lift your head high, boys. I, I couldn't have asked for any more from you. Uh, they really stood up, and and like BG said, uh, tested one of the top sides of the game, and it seems you know it seems to be a trend here each week the last month. Um, BG, um, Nathan Kalis, uh, with the absence of Naughty, have done a tremendous job. I cannot, you know, the whole week uh, for myself and for the boys. Um, but uh, unfortunately tonight wasn't meant to be, uh, but I can definitely sense we're going in the right direction. Yeah, so Ben Gardner and James Tarmel facing the media after the game, and I thought handled that uh, very, very well. Probably would have been different if it was some different coaches. So your thoughts on all of that? 0457 736 736. Or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you're a Tigers fan, really want to hear from you over the course of the next forty five or so minutes. Uh, if you're an NRL fan, uh, how did that make you feel watching that? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We will revisit this a uh, little later on in the show. But what we'll do now, we'll take a break and have a look at the rest of what was actually a really entertaining round nineteen. But still want to hear from you. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. It's fourteen past five. Yeah, at 18 past five, good to have your company. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 or 0457 736 736. Daniel Pedgrew in the chair. Just been reading a bit of Twitter in that uh, ad break. Uh, I mean, just having a look there and most people calling it the worst decision they have ever seen. The worst decision they've ever seen. Is it, is the, is it the worst decision? Is it? I can't think of another decision like that in my time watching Rugby League. Is it the worst one you have ever seen? 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170 to the rest of round 19 in a second. But let's go to that open line now. 1300 011170. Big G's on the line from Singleton. Morning, mate. Hey, Dan. How are you, bud? Yeah, really well. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Just got back from walking the dog. Oh, very mate, nice. The end of that game yesterday mm. was a fast. I mean, I've made light of the Tigers' performances in the past, but I felt so sorry for him yesterday. If Ashley Klein is our number one referee, because mm. I mean, he ref- he got that ga- he got that penalty call on Fanuke and wrong. Well, it should have been a penalty in against Crichton. Mm. And mate, and he should have issued a penalty at the end of the State of Origin. There, I mean, this guy. Is- I don't, I don't know what to say about him. Mm. I mean, I try not to be critical of the referees, but that, at the end of the game yesterday was absolute fast. I feel sorry for the Tigers supporters. 
they played so well. I feel sorry for James Palmer not getting his uh, getting the win on his 300th game, mate. It's just not right. And, that, then, and then that statement. I mean, mm. if that's the rules, that's the rules. But that's a joke. Yeah, well, let, let's go away from the statement and the capture challenge just for a second. Your point about Ashley Klein is 100% spot on. He's our state of origin referee. He's the number one referee in the game, supposedly. And just looking at the decision alone, it was clear to me, I don't know about you, Big G, but it was clear to me from the first replay I saw, and I was watching it live, that he didn't deliberately take him out at all. So I'd, I'd love to know how Ashley Klein came up with that decision because it makes no sense to me whatsoever. But it's not just that, Dan. I mean, have a look at the end of the game when they're showing all the players and look at the grin on Kyle Phelps' face. Mm. Yep. I mean, if that doesn't give it away that he deliberately ran it. He, he knew he played it up mm. and he's got the decision. Mm. I mean, it comes back, you know, I mean, at the start of the year, Todd Payton was the one that was criticising <laughs> referees and saying he's given the number one teams or the high, higher-ranked teams the run of the ball. Mm. And now he's got it. How does he feel about it? Is he going to come out on and say, oh, yeah, I, yeah, we got that one. I haven't heard anything from Todd Payton. I, I turned it off after um, I didn't watch any of the press conferences yesterday mm. afterwards. Mm. Um, but, yeah, mate, as I said, you know, just have a look at the look green on Kyle Phelps' face. He knew, he knew exactly what he got away with. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very disappointing. And it took away from what was actually a really, really good game of footy. Thank you, mate. Let's chat again soon. See you, mate. You have a good day. Thanks, mate. You too. Uh, keep those calls coming. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 01 11 70 or 0457 736 736. This one um, from James. Uh, uh, now, this is a bit unfair. However, after that loss, I'm absolutely convinced that the Tigers can't make the finals. Thank you, James. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. I'll read out that statement again after the next break that Big G was talking about there uh, on our chat because, yeah, it's it's all over the place. But anyway, let's uh, just have a quick look back at the rest of round 19 of the NRL. And it was a highly entertaining round of footy. Started back, as we know, on Thursday night uh, with, um, and we talked about this on Friday, with the Broncos 36 over the Eels 14. And just having a chat with a few friends, and I mentioned it on Tradies News uh, on Friday. Vossi and Brandy both mentioned it on the breakfast show in Sydney yesterday uh, on Friday. The Eels' run home is incredibly tough, incredibly tough. The Broncos, though, playing some brilliant, absolutely brilliant footy. So, uh, well done to them. Now, Friday, some interesting results here. And there were some two key matches. Dragons 20 over the Manly Seagulls 6. We know no uh, Jake Trevojevic. We know Andrew Davey. We know Croker was out as well for the Manly Seagulls. And the Dragons at home, they're very up and down, this Dragon side. But when they play good football, they play very well. Um, and it was an important win for them as well. Um, the Dragons it keeps them in touch with the top eight, especially after that loss to the Roosters the week before, and it was a vital loss for Manly as well. We'll have a look at next weekend in just a second, um, and the match that kicks off round 20 of the NRL is another crucial one, but it was a huge loss for Manly. They, because of that game and then the game after, are now outside of the top eight, and you have to be winning games like that. I know they're under strength, um, but a very, very important win for the Dragons, who, as I say, um, look pretty good. The other game on Friday night, uh, Roosters 42 over Newcastle 12. I was up there for this game, um, and it was a really close 
encounter for that first 15, 20 minutes. The Knights had come to play some footy and then Caelan Ponga, and there is some news surrounding him today as well. Looks like he may well miss the rest of the season uh, due to a yet another concussion uh, due to that tackle of Matt Lodge, which really didn't look like much. Um, so our thoughts, and hopefully uh, Caitlin Ponga will be all right. But the Roosters, they look good. Um, I would put an asterisk to that, considering who they were playing. But you can only beat the, uh, comp, uh, the, the team that's in front of you. And I thought Luke Keary uh, played very well. I thought Keary at 5'8", with Walker in charge at halfback, was... It, they just looked like um, I, they just looked like a better team, completely better team. But it is only against the Newcastle Knights. Uh, the return of Jared Rear Hargraves was very good. As for the Knights, um, apart from that opening ten or fifteen minutes, and I know they lost Caitlin Ponga, but it really looked like more of a training run for the Roosters in that second half than anything else. I, I don't know where the Knights go to from here. Um, and they could be in for a very, very painful last five or six weeks of the season if there is no Caitlin Ponga. Yeah, if you are a Knights fan, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Um, yeah, really, really disappointing for the Newcastle Knights. The Roosters into the top eight for now. Saturday, Raiders 26, Warriors 14. Raiders had to work hard for this one. Um, it looked like early on the Warriors had come to play and they played some decent football in the first half. But the Raiders, it was a must-win match for them if they want to keep their finals hopes alive. And they did very well in the end. Their second half, some good footy. Raiders 26 over the Warriors 14. Panthers 20, Cronulla 10. Another intriguing game. Sharks led 10-0. Some controversial refereeing decisions along the way as well. And the Panthers get the win. But I think we have seen, with the last few weeks, the last few games the Panthers have played. Now, take the game away, potentially, from when they played the Tigers last week, when they had seven State of Origin players out. But they only lost by, what was it? Eight, they only won by about eight points to the Roosters. Ten points here against the Sharks. In both of those matches... Some interesting refereeing calls as well. So uh, the Panthers, whilst they are runaway favourites for this year's competition, and it is theirs to lose, I think we have seen in the past couple of weeks they might not get it all their own way, but they still win. Panthers 20, Sharks 10. Now, this other one, Rabbitohs 24, Storm 12. Gee, the Rabbitohs look good. Uh, I said last week after they beat the Bulldogs, um that the inclusion of, and I, I must admit, I only saw bits and pieces of this match, but the inclusion of Latrell Mitchell back into the team has just been enormous over the past month. But the Storm, we talk about Parramatta um, potentially having some issues in the last six weeks of the season. Just have a listen to the Storm's run home as well. They've got the Warriors this Friday night, but that's in New Zealand. So that's never an easy trip away. It's then followed by the Titans, so you'd say they would win that one. But then they have the Panthers in round 22. They play Brisbane and Brisbane in round 23. They play the Roosters in Melbourne in round 24. And they finish it off with the Eels in Sydney round 25. That's not an easy draw. Um, and they seem to have... They started the season off very well. For a long period of time, we thought it was only going to be the Melbourne Storm that would be able to challenge the Penrith Panthers. Well, 24 points to 12, the Rabbitohs, and they look pretty disappointing again. The Storm, look, South played very well, but where where do you put the Storm at the moment? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. I, 
I think they make the eight, but they aren't. Apart from that first 15 or 20 minutes last weekend against the Raiders when they looked really, really good, I don't know where, where you'd find the Storm at the moment. I'll tell you where they're sitting at the moment, but they're in a bit of a tricky position here and they're in a slump. Now, you would still back Craig Bellamy to be able to turn things around, but this is not the Melbourne Storm side we've known over the past two years or even at the start of this year. Um, can you see them missing the eight? I'd be surprised, but look, the way they're playing, it's not fantastic. 0457 736 736. And while we're on it, what teams can challenge the Penrith Panthers? Uh, I think South, if Latrell Mitchell can stay on the field, I think they're def- they definitely have to be included in that bracket. Um, you know, the, the Cowboys and the Broncos, I think, on their day could do so as well. The Sharks, we know, we saw the other day, could challenge Penrith. The Eels, they can win a game against Penrith and Melbourne, but they're very inconsistent. And the Roosters, we saw over the past month, they can challenge both of those sides. So, uh, Well, definitely Penrith and challenge every other side in the uh, top eight at the moment. So it's an interesting place. Penrith, definitely their competition to win, but maybe a few challenges along the way. And the games yesterday, Bulldogs 36, Titans 26. Look, the Bulldogs were very good for the most part. They'd be disappointed by letting 26 points in because at one stage throughout that match, it looked like they were just going to run away with it. Josh Adokar, very good. I saw on Channel 9 yesterday or last night um, that they were saying that the Melbourne Storm had approached the Bulldogs to try and get Josh Adokar back on a loan base deal for the rest of the season. Uh, Phil Gould and the Bulldogs have denied that request, which is probably not surprising, but probably shows where the Storm are at at the moment. And we've already talked about the Cowboys and the Tigers. Cowboys 26, uh, 27 over the Tigers 26. And I'll read those statements out again for you shortly. Um, but um, the game itself was a highlight. It's hard to talk about the game after what happened at the end of it, but it was a highly entertaining game of footy. Cowboys scored within the first minute uh, for at least their first set. Tigers up 18-6. Um, and then the Cowboys did well to fight back. It looked like, really, at 25 points to 18, they had the game won, but the Tigers, two tries in two minutes, and you thought it was all over. And, and then we know what happened. Cowboys 26 over, uh, 27 over the West Tigers, 26. The Tigers, um, as James Tarmel said in that post-match press conference, if they can play like that each and every week, they will cause some issues to other teams. They challenge the second place team. So next weekend, let's have a look at what we're looking forward to next weekend. Crucial match on Thursday night, Manly up against the Roosters, eighth play ninth. If Manly can get the win, they'll go back into the top eight. If the Roosters get a, get the win, they will skip away from Manly at least with obviously the Raiders and the Dragons still uh, on their heels. The Warriors and the Storm and the Eels and the Panthers Friday night footy, that should be a good one. And on Saturday, the Titans and the Raiders at three. Sharks and Souths at 5.30. That'll be an interesting game. And the Broncos up against the Tigers at 7.30 at Suncorp Stadium. And then on Sunday, two games. Knights, Bulldogs. Um, and then Dragons, Cowboys, which could be a very, very important game for the Dragons. Let's look at the ladder now after 19 rounds. The Panthers lead the way on 36 points. Cowboys are in second position outright on 28 points. The Sharks and the Broncos, they make up the top four, both on 26 points. Then you've got three teams on 24. The Storm in fifth position, Souths in sixth position, and the Eels in seventh position on 24 points. Then we've got a bit of a gap to the Roosters, who sit in eighth position on 20 points. Outside of the top eight, 
the Seagulls on 20 points, the Raiders on 20 points, and the Dragons on 20 points. Then, uh, and they're the 11 teams uh, that will be vying for the top eight. Obviously, the Panthers and the Cowboys and, and probably the Sharks and the Broncos have got those places cemented. But teams one through to 11 are looking for eight places in that top eight. The teams that won't be able to make it, the Bulldogs, who I think will still be happy where they're sitting on the ladder on 12 points after this start to the season. They're in 12th. The Warriors on 12 as well and 13th. The Knights on 12 as well and 14th. The Titans and the Tigers uh, last. The Tigers last on four and against on eight points. Although, probably shouldn't be the case. So 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. Uh, we'll take a break. I want to hear from you more. So over the course of the next 25 or so minutes, we'll look at some of the other news going around in rugby league and sport after the break. And we'll revisit, if you're just tuning in, uh, the NRL has released a statement, as has Lee Hatchipan. Tell us on the decision last night. We'll revisit that again after this. one 300 one 1170 736 It's 27 to 6. Yeah, 23 to 6. Daniel Pedigree with you. Don't forget, breakfast coming up through SEN 11 at 70 a.m. in Sydney with Vossi and Brandy in just over 20 minutes' time from now. And in Brisbane through SEN at Q693 a.m. And also SEN Gold Coast, 16.20 a.m. Uh, it'll be the breakfast show up there as well with Pat and Heels. Now, uh, uh, we'll revisit in just a second uh, if you just switch the radio on, what has happened in terms of the decision last night uh, to award the Cowboys a captive challenge and a penalty? Uh, because I think if you are just switching the radio on, it's worth revisiting because there is a couple of statements, one from the West Tigers and one from the NRL. We will talk about that in just a second. Uh, don't forget, though, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. Just one text on the Melbourne Storm before we get back to the West Tigers. This from Dean saying, the Melbourne Storm looked tired over the last few weeks. I tipped the bunnies who are unbelievable need to restock and come back next year. This year's history at this rate. Is that one from Dean? Yeah. Look, they're, they're struggling, the Melbourne Storm, big time. They look tired. Um, and it happens to all teams. You've seen that over the past five or ten years with respective teams that have been there or thereabouts. Um, at some stage, they will get tired. I wouldn't be writing them off just yet, but we'll wait and see what happens. Um, now, it is our Makita power play because it's really the only topic in rugby league this morning, although uh, we'll get to some of the other news in just a second. But don't forget, this season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. So the situation with the West Tigers, if you're just waking up, just switching the radio on, I did mention this at the top of the show and got a call and quite a few texts coming through on this one about the West Tigers situation. So both Lee Hatchpentelis and the NRL have put out a statement overnight. So if you're just switching the radio on, this is the one from Lee Hatchpentelis. He said, I have spoken to Andrew Abdo and Peter Volandis and have informed them that we are reserving our position and that we will be considering all options available to us. I voiced my objection and concerns with respect to what happened in the strongest possible terms. We owe it to our fans and members 
But more importantly, we owe it to our boys who put in an incredible effort today and were denied their just rewards. The NRL acknowledged our position. Their Tigers CEO, Justin Pascoe, added, It shouldn't have happened. I'm confident that I speak for every Tigers fan and member. The fact that there was no decision to be challenged and then the decision itself, it is beyond comprehension. So, not ruling out legal action, the West Tigers. Meanwhile, the NRL, through a spokesperson, has said this. The captain can challenge decisions by the referee to stop the play. Although the referee had blown his whistle to stop the game after the last tackle was completed as time had expired, he had not yet called full time. The whole concept of the captain's challenge is to make sure any decision by the referee that stops the game can be reviewed. To not do so would effectively deny a team that right to have an officiating error corrected on the last play of a game just because time had expired. There are multiple examples of games continuing after time has expired following an infringement. These include incidences of foul play or other penalisable rule breaches. The obstruction decision itself will be reviewed as a matter of course on Monday. So there you go. That's from an NRL spokesperson. What do you make it? 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. I've already had my say on it. I think uh, it was it, uh, forgetting the captain's challenge, which I never knew that was a rule. I don't think anyone knew it was a rule. I think that might be half the problem. The actual decision, uh, absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, uh, it's done, but uh, it's pretty shocking. 0457 736 736. Chookman says you this. Hi, mate. That's not the game we grew up watching. The bunker should be looking at tries only and the captain's challenge gone. Yes, well, this is, thank you, Chookman. This is another point. When, and this is a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure when the video referee, not the bunker, but when the video referee was introduced into the game, basically their only job was to check tries. Now, I don't think anyone has a huge issue. In fact, most people now accept the fact we need a bunker, we need a video referee in terms of checking tries. Um, and I think that everyone is, and they will occasionally make a mistake with that, but nine times out of 10, they'll get that right. And people know that that's uh, probably, even though a lot of people don't like the technology, um, I think people can live with that. The captain challenge one is interesting because if there was no captain's challenge in the game, that wouldn't have happened yesterday. It wouldn't have happened. They would have, Dane Laurie would have caught the ball, taken the tackle, run out of touch or whatever, and it would have been full time. But because we now have this captain's challenge, that's how this can happen, apparently, even though no one knew you could actually do that. That's a really interesting point, Chookman. Uh, and I'll be happy to hear from others on this 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Um, your thoughts on that? Do you, are you a fan of, apart from, take, take yesterday away just for a second. Are you a fan of the captain's challenge? I didn't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't hate it. it I, I think it's a, it, I understand why it was brought in to an extent, but I think it disrupts the game. It makes the game a bit more stop-start. Um, would you be getting rid of the captain's challenge? Because let's face it, if there was no captain's challenge, this wouldn't have happened. Three years ago, This, we, this wouldn't, we wouldn't have been talking about this. It's an interesting point. Thanks, Chookman. 0457 736 736 1300 01 1170. Would you be getting rid of the captain's 
challenge. Uh, this one from John in Bad Bay. Morning to you, John. Hi, Dan. Uh, that decision against the Tigers was a joke. An absolute slap in the face of our once great game. And the sin bidding was a bit iffy. But the eye gouge, yes. So this was, the eye gouge was during the match as well. Uh, well alleged eye gouge was during the match as well. Um, went unnoticed. It, it didn't go completely unnoticed. I, I noticed it. And I think um, as well, um, we saw the commentators definitely on Fox Sports. Warren Smith definitely made a point of it. Um, we'll see what happens with that, with that alleged eye gouge, if that continues to go on. Wouldn't have happened in my day. Would have been sent off. Anyway, the league community were all disgusted with the ruling after the whistle, and everyone thought West would have been thrashed, not robbed. The entire referee system must be overhauled. That one from John from Bateau Bay. 0457 736 736 or 1300-011170. Everyone, by our earlier text to James, having some some sympathy for the West Tigers. Take a break. We'll look at some of the other stuff happening in rugby league to wrap up the show. And also a very interesting day in the AFL yesterday as well. We'll uh, give you the AFL scores from the weekend as well. 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. It's a quarter to six. It is. Keep keep those texts and calls coming. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Lots of reaction on the Tigers, and I'm sure we're going to hear more through breakfast in New South Wales and Queensland. We'll have a chat uh, with Greg Alexander in just one second. Uh, just the AFL, though, from last night, uh, from the weekend. A draw on Friday night between Richmond and Fremantle, 7 10 52. 17-52. There you go. Uh, the Swans, good win over Adelaide. 17-16-118 over Adelaide. 12-13-85. Hawthorne, 19-7-121 over North Melbourne. 11-9-75. Uh, we had Port Adelaide going down to Geelong. Geelong, 106 over Port Adelaide. 94. Brisbane over the Gold Coast, 110-93. The Bulldogs, 110 over Melbourne. Another loss to the Melbourne Demons, 100. Carlton over the GWS Giants, 90-54. to Yesterday, a goal, I think after the siren, in the last minute to Collingwood, 80 over Essendon, 76. And St Kilda, 90 over the West Coast, 62. That was AFL over the course of the weekend. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 300 one 11 70 is the phone number. Or you can text 0457 736 736. Going to have a chat with Brandy in just a second. Um, in fact, uh, we'll do that in one moment. one 1170 or 0457 736 736. Greg Alexander, along with The Breakfast Show with Andrew Voss, uh, after 6am through SEN 1170 AM. Brandy, you were calling that game yesterday. Um, very, very interesting end to it, and I think the Tigers uh, feel probably right to be robbed after that uh, game. That was just a disgraceful decision. Well, yeah, look, I thought it was too. I can't remember a full-time controversy like this uh, mm. that we've had in the game for, for a long time. Mm. Um, and it has overshadowed what was a great game. Like great When you game. look at the Tigers scoring five, two tries in the final five minutes to get themselves into the lead, the kick from Dewey hits the upright, and then we had the kickoff. Now... Mm. I, I, I wondered what was happening with the clock all through this time too. It's stopping, it's going, it's getting seconds added. So 
I, I, I thought just that whole final mm. 20 seconds was just dodgy yeah. as. And the Tigers have every right to feel like they were stitched up. And, and then Dewey, when he was kicking the goal, he took uh, ages to kick it. It went down to one second. Uh, and, and the NRL, and I know you'll talk more about this uh, with Vossi after 6am, have come out and put out a statement saying that apparently, according to the rules, you can challenge in this situation. But I didn't know about that. Did you? No, I didn't. No, I thought there had to be a stoppage in play for you to be able to challenge. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I did say through the call, I'll, I'll be interested to see how they talk their way out of this one. But let's let's see what happens for the rest of the day. But we'll be on after six, Dan. Yes, looking forward to that. Vossi and Brandy through SEN 11.70 a.m. in Sydney. Um, and Patton Heels through SENQ 6.93 in Queensland and also through the Gold Coast on SEN 16.20 a.m. Gold Coast, uh, plenty more reactions to that Tigers uh, loss and the Cowboys win after 6am in just over seven minutes' time from now throughout the SEN network. And, well, Graham Annesley will come out today and have one of his Monday afternoon or Monday morning press conferences. Going to be very interesting to see what he has to say. A couple of other bits of news as well just before we leave you today, before the breakfast show. Manly will become the first club in rugby league history to wear a pride jersey titled Everyone in League to Celebrate Diversity uh, in the NRL. Rainbow colours will replace the traditional white piping on Manly's jumper for Thursday night's game against the Sydney Roosters at Fort Pines Park. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, very, very good. Uh, Manly Ford Ian Roberts has said, LGBTIQA people have always been a part of the sport, but haven't always been allowed the visibility. Um, he, of course, in 1995 became the first rugby league player to come out as openly gay. He said, honestly, I've been trying to get the NRL to have a pride round for the past three years and it still hasn't got the traction it deserves. So really good there uh, by the Manly Seagulls for that very important game coming up on Thursday night against the Roosters. Speaking of that game, uh, Sydney Roosters prop Lindsay Collins will be right to go against Manly. As centre, Joey Manu firms as a chance to return from quad injury ahead of that game against the Manly Seagulls. Collins, he's not played since suffering a concussion in the State of Origin decider almost two weeks ago and has been under return to play protocols. Uh, Sam Verrills, though, yesterday said that Collins was close to taking the field in the Roosters' win on against Newcastle on Friday night, but coach Trent Robertson opted to rest the prop. Lindsay is sweet to go. He was hit and miss with Friday night, but he nearly played. He did the concussion in the state of origin, so it was a bit close to play. If we had played on Sunday, he probably would have played. It was good that Robbo could give him a rest. So, yeah, Lindsay Collins, potentially Joey Manu, back for the Roosters on Thursday night with their must-win game against Manly. And just on the Roosters very quickly, they've got Brandon Smith coming from the Melbourne Storm next year. If I'm the Roosters, I'm not getting rid of Sam Verrills. I think he's sensational at dummy half. So that's going to be just a little interesting side note. I think we're going to have to wait and see what happens with that, obviously, next year. But, uh, yeah, I would not be letting go of Sam Verrills at all. And also, no doubt, Vossi and Brandy and the breakfast team up in Queensland will mention this, but Wayne Bennett's Dolphins will make the richest deal in NRL history in a bid to blow out Melbourne out of the water and make Cameron Munts the highest-paid player in rugby league. They're ready to offer Munster up to $1.3 million a season. Hard to say no to that. All of that plus all of the reaction from the rugby league yesterday with that Tigers loss coming up next with breakfast right after the news. And I'll catch you back here tomorrow morning from 5 a.m. Have a great day. Breakfast is next. 
When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.